Alrighty, guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Weight Room Overtime. I'm your host, as always, Coach Jovan. If I'm your friend, what up? If you're new to the channel, what's up? Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. There is uh, an interesting topic today as far as, uh, you know, this channel goes. Obviously, it's called Weight Room Overtime, but we talk about different, you know, different um, methods of training, different, you know, studies, different, you know, ways where an athlete can improve, whether that's in the gym or whether that's, you know, diet, you know, recovery and stuff like that. So if that's in your nature, if that's what you guys want to learn about, you're in the right place. So um, thank you guys for tuning in again. So today's topic um, is eating disorders and how that affects athletes and performance specifically. Um, but before we get started, if you guys notice, my eye is getting better. So if you guys tuned in, sorry, if you guys tuned in to the last um, episode, sorry, there my headphones are messing up a little bit. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Um, anyways, sorry, um, if you guys notice, my eye is getting a little bit better from the last video. Obviously, I got uh, an elbow in jiu-jitsu and my eye was all red and one of them is a little, you know, I guess you could say it looks like I'm a little messed up, but I'm not, I promise. But um, also, I forgot to charge my headphones. That's why you see wires everywhere. But without further ado, I don't want to hold you up. Obviously, that's my concern. But um, welcome. I'm so happy to have you guys, you know, jump in. But let's get started. So eating disorders, what? Um, what is it, right? Specifically, we're talking about athletes here. Um, obviously, this happens outside of athletics as well. And it's very common. And if not taken care of, obviously, it can lead to um, bad um you know consequences whether that's a health concern whether that's athletics but we'll talk about athletics specifically today so eating disorders there is a bunch of different things that qualify as eating disorders there is binge eating there's anorexic bulimic um, bulimia um so i'm not going to go too in depth into every single one but just a broad overview of all of them in regards to how it can affect and why it happens based off studies and you know what we're seeing out there from um, registered dietitians but so when we talk about diet right it's a it's a whole controversial topic when it comes to athletes because for example if you are in high school right you're living with your parents you're eating you know what they're feeding you I don't think most athletes right now in high school are buying their own groceries and cooking and stuff like that maybe they are maybe they're not or they they might not afford nutritionists right we're not rich a lot of us aren't so um, and so when when athletes you know get a college scholarship and they end up going to you know, a smaller school, right? Let's talk about a juco school or community college. Um, sometimes when they move away from home, right, it's a new setting, new people, new roommates. Um, everybody's body is different. So maybe they were used to their mom cooking their meals, stuff like that. So now they're in a struggle if they didn't learn how to cook before, trying to figure out, okay, what is the best way to, you know, maintain my weight? How do I look, you know, like I play a sport essentially? Uh, so that's kind of where the controversy uh, topic happens where, um, you know, maybe their sport is based off aesthetics. So, for example, things like wrestling, things like gymnastics, swimming, um, kind of where you can see the whole body. Sometimes, you know, they don't have shirts on or maybe they're, you know, skin tight and they don't want to be perceived as somebody that's overweight. Right. So think about it from a psychological standpoint. These athletes are not only. I guess challenged in the sport itself but also challenged into looking a certain way sometimes and now that we live in the world of social media and stuff like that yes it's, studies have shown that 
primarily females, young females are usually the ones that are dealing with eating disorders. They're not eating enough food where it's affecting them in the long term. And sometimes they say it's because they want to be perceived at a certain image or look a certain way, especially if they're in a sport, right? And they admire a, you know, top athlete, professional athletes, and they look, you know, shredded and stuff like that. And sometimes they're trying to match that and follow their diets and stuff like that when sometimes that's not ideal because they're playing a sport again, right? So their whole goal, it comes back to what their goals are. If their goal is to become a better athlete, to become, you know, when when the NCAAs go to the championships, you know, All-American, whatever it may be, they have to understand that whatever they put in their body versus their training program is also what goes hand in hand with, you know, building champions and stuff like that. So um, as you can see, right, there's when you're in that young adulthood, right, when you're a teenager getting ready to go to college, you're in that state of mind where kind of you get influenced by not only people that you love to follow, whether that's on social media or athletics or, you know, stuff like that. And if they have a great body or have a certain image, you're going to try to mirror that image, right, or follow whatever they do to be able to look like that, right? So you can kind of see where young athletes are starting to, you know, not eat enough food to look a certain way. Maybe they want to have a six-pack, but their sport might be alignment, right, or might be somebody that they need size, for example, in football. Um, not saying that's a common sport that you see it in, but you could see it, right? Um, so things like wrestling where they have to meet a certain way and, you know stuff like that that's where it, it, it kind of becomes more relevant and within that sport but not saying it doesn't happen another one so um the the thing that i wanted to mention when it comes to eating disorders overall they're, they're likely to be detrimental sports um to sports performance although the consequences depend on the severity and duration of the disorder right so if somebody started brand new obviously it's not going to affect them that much compared to somebody that's been doing it for a year or eight months um and a couple of stories that i learned through you know grad school is there's a there is a study done on two athletes that went to the same school, played the same sport, just two different. One was long distance running, one was short distance, and they came in as a freshman, right? New location, you know, new training program, new 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 college, and they were elected into a study where they actually added a, a, a sports nutritionist, and they actually found out that these two athletes were had eating disorders without them kind of knowing. They thought they were doing whatever they could, but they started to experience, you know, fatigue. They started to experience some injuries, and some of them had to sit out a year during their college career. And with the help of the dietitian, adding foods back into the diet that hence bad for them and, and making them gain weight, they actually fixed the amount of, you know, calories that they needed for that sport and training, and then were able to. Um, Actually, one of them ended ended up winning one of the championships and, you know, being uh, in the district, which is nice. It's nice to hear because things like that happen all across the country without them knowing. And some athletes don't really realize it. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, for example, you, you can have an athlete that can, you know, fast, right, fast. And then he's going to binge eat because he wanted to save, you know, some weight or whatever it may be for their game. When when we when we talked about previously in this in this channel or you know the, one of the previous episodes is like, hey, you can't fast before a game or fast before you know training because you need to be able to have your body prepared for the longer duration of the sport. So what that means is if you don't have enough glycogen, enough energy in your muscle, uh, sorting your muscle cells, then you're gonna fatigue really fast, which leads to sometimes you know injuries and stuff like that. So that's kind of why that's important, and hopefully you guys kind of understand what I'm saying here. Uh, but 
athletes that experience eating disorders may have low glycogen stores. Obviously, what I just said. They could be dehydrated as well. Um, exhibit electrolyte disturbances, right? How much sweat they're actually releasing. Have impaired high intensity performance. Have impaired endurance exercise performance as well. So that's why I wanted to talk about this because I don't know if you guys, um, any of you guys played in college. Um, it is tough when you initially get to a new place and you're kind of on your own. And, you know, to be honest, a lot of athletes aren't wealthy, especially if they don't go to a big, you know, Pac-12 school or a Big Ten or whatever it may be. They don't go to, a, you know, a five-star school where they don't have a nutritionist. They don't have a meal plan included in their, in, included in their, um, scholarship right so somebody that for like for example me that went to you know community college first you know they're not paying for your meals right so when you get to that to that certain time of life and realize okay eating you know healthy foods is going to cost me a lot of money what am i going to do here right the instant like thing you think about is like well i'm going to go buy you know dollar menu mcdonald's i'm going to go buy dollar menu at you know taco bell obviously we don't at that point you're not really thinking about well, how is it going to affect my performance? And maybe you are, maybe you aren't. This was back in the day, right? This isn't anything. Obviously, now it's a little bit different. Um, I feel like some athletes are getting more educated into nutrition and stuff like that. But um, what I'm trying to say is when you're in that time of life and you, you know, move away from your parents and you're with roommates and, you know, you get influenced, whether that's alcohol, whether that's, you know, your roommates love to go out to eat or whatever it may be. You're, at, at some point when you don't have that money, you're not thinking about like, I shouldn't be eating this because it's going to affect my game tomorrow, which you should. Right. But when you're starving, when you don't have anything, you don't you don't have any money and you need to eat. Obviously, you're going to go for the cheapest things and the cheapest things are not healthy. Right. Um, so think about that kind of stuff. Obviously, and this is for the parents out there. If, if you're hearing this and you're watching this, I would encourage you guys to teach your kids how to cook. That's my recommendation for you guys. Teach them how to cook basic rice. Teach them how to cook, you know, chicken, a steak. Um, teach them how to cook a fish, right? So basic stuff where you don't need that much things, but enough for them to be able to eat a healthier food and make it in bulk. It's kind of what I'm getting at, right? So, you know, I would encourage a lot of your kids or parents today to teach their kids how to cook. It's not hard. And then when they leave, you feel more comfortable. It's like, well, my kid's hopefully not going to starve, right? Or go eat unhealthy foods. Obviously, this is a different conversation for four-year athletes, people that go to four-year schools, you know, those big, you know, Washington State, University of Washington, Oregon, you know, Cal, those people have nutritionists and they have training programs sometimes included in their scholarship where they can go into the facility, go get food, they get fed protein, they get, you know, fed, um, you know, healthy foods and sometimes even like supplements where now those people are taken care of a little bit more compared to somebody that's in JUCO that never got to experience that level of, you know, support. So that's why it's important to talk about this because, there's a lot of athletes out there, specifically uh, specifically today, sorry, that don't have access to that support, whether that's from a you know registered dietitian, um, whether that's from a strength and conditioning coach that's certified and you know has education on it, not just a you know certified personal training license because that's a little bit different. Um, but I think for the most part, athletes should have a basic understanding or education of nutrition, in my opinion, because it's only going to benefit them from uh you know, a personal performance standpoint, but also athletics. So if your athlete is looking to play at the next level, you have to think about these things. You can't think about like, oh, the hard work, you know, he's going to go kill it in the gym for another three hours when his body's not being, um, you know, energized the correct way. So I think it's important to understand that things like nutrition, 
periodization of nutrition. So what I mean by that is if your training program is the same all year round, if you go to the gym and do the exact same workouts every day and every hour, maybe you add a couple weight, that you're not doing yourself any justice. You're wasting your time in the weight room. Now, what you should do is, and you can always also ask me or look at my previous videos about periodization, is you have to, you know, strategic, strategically plan out your training program for a year, hopefully, or, you know, eight to 10 months, whatever the goal may be. And then, you know, figure out how you're going to increase your performance, whether that's hypertrophy, whether that's strength, whether that's power. But think when you do that, when you, let's say you train for strength for four weeks and then hypertrophy another four weeks, your diet has to change along with those different changes in your training program. So that's my other goal here today is to educate you guys of like, hey, your diet has to change, has to change along with your training program. You can't just, you know, oh, I'm going to eat this the same amount and track it on my fitness pal when sometimes you may be burning more calories, sometimes you're burning less and your diet stays the same, obviously you're not going to get the best results that you want, specifically if you're trying to lose weight, right? You have to understand how much calories in versus calories out. Um, so something like a smartwatch, something like a um, heart rate monitor, uh, those polar ones, like I use one um, to, for, for when I go, you know, on runs or, you know, I'm doing some training so I can better understand at the end of the day, did I burn enough calories? And if I didn't, you know, what am I going to eat or what am I not going to eat? That's going to, you know, overcome, you know, some calorie intakes there for the end of the day. Right. So that's how I kind of figure out how, how I do it. But that's the best way to kind of monitor your eating every day. And then um, the other thing I do want to mention before I forget is when you guys are looking to um, diet or, you know, change your diet and stuff like that. Don't just go on YouTube or don't go on Instagram and try to follow your social media friends and, and stuff like that. There's a lot of bad information out there. And, and it kind of it doesn't get me mad, but it just gets me kind of disappointed into how much people actually believe what other people are saying in regards to, you know, you should do this exercise to improve your bicep or you should do, you know, these band workouts to improve your, your booty workout or whatever it may be. Listen, guys, there is is there is a. There's a there's a reason why it's called exercise science. It is a science. If you don't know the science, you shouldn't be recommending anybody anything. Um, and I even say this to people that have um, personal training certificates or licenses, um, because just because you have a certain uh, personal trainer license doesn't mean that you know everything. You know, so understand that there is a science behind exercise, and there's ways to do things. Um, and you have to start somewhere. You don't just start where somebody already is. It's always like, oh, I did this for six months and I got this. Doesn't mean you're going to start there. Does that make sense? So just wanted to give you guys that information real quick. Obviously, this is uh, a broader review. I don't want to get too into details because I don't want to bore you guys to death because this is all about exercise science. Obviously, you know, I'm a graduate student. And I, I love this kind of stuff. So, uh, but that is it for today, guys. I know it, these are starting to be a little bit shorter because I am in grad school, like I said. So my time is better valuable. But. Thank you guys for watching. Let me know in the comments what you guys think. If you guys feel like you, at some point, if you're an athlete specifically or a prior athlete, did you guys ever experience something like, you know, binge eating, under eating, overeating? Um, and do you think that affected your college career or affected your high school career if, at that matter? Because it could happen in high school as well, specifically those young athletes. Um, let me know in the comments if you guys feel like you guys, you know, went through a phase like this or you know, know somebody that did and it affected them and you can see it. And then also, uh, lastly, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Facebook, join my Facebook group. We're going to have some good stuff coming out. 
And then uh, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Until then, peace out, guys. I love y'all, and take care. Peace.